Hey, Jen Banks here. This is the podcast A is for Adversity, and I'm going to talk about being more intentional about our thoughts and our goals so we can make our lives happen instead of letting life happen to us. This is episode number eight, Gratitude. My brother, Matt King, is the sponsor for this episode. He does wood carving with a Ryobi, and it's totally freehand, and he takes custom orders, and he does a phenomenal job at that. He can be found at the hashtag on Facebook, King's Carving, and carving with a K. Love the alliteration there, Matt. (laughs) Check out what he's done so far. Your order could be the next one he does. I'm so excited for this episode. Though I really could say that about any of the episodes, I tend to get a podcast high whenever I record, so I try to avoid doing it right before bedtime because I often can't go to sleep because of my thoughts spinning in my head. A lot of the times I realize something else I could have said in a previous episode, but it's all good. That will just mean that I will never run out of things to tell you. Okay, so gratitude. What you focus on expands. Because our eyes see what our minds look for. And this is a perfect example as we look at gratitude. Our brains are constantly trying to find evidence for what we're thinking about. So the more we think grateful thoughts, the more we will find it. Oftentimes, we are either operating from scarcity or abundance. There's obviously somewhere in the middle also. But it helps to look at each of these individually to understand more how our brains think. So let's use milk and cookies for the example. Everyone loves milk and cookies. I know I do. Especially fresh out of the oven. Oh, now I want some. So if you think of the analogy glass half full, glass half empty, we can apply that here with gratitude and abundance and scarcity. The circumstance would be it is an eight ounce glass. Also, it contains four ounces of milk. Now your thought about the milk could either be it is half full or it is half empty. I would imagine if you think the glass is half full, you're operating from abundance. You think, oh, I still have half of my glass left. I get to enjoy this milk a little bit longer. However, if you are having the thought the glass is half empty, you're operating from scarcity and you might believe, oh, I'm almost out of milk. This experience is almost over. When am I going to have another experience like this? You can see how your thoughts change the circumstance. Okay, now on to cookies. (laughs) If you're eating cookies from a place of abundance, you might think to yourself, oh, there's a lot of cookies here. I can get more whenever I want. I can enjoy a few or not, but there's always going to be more cookies in the world And that's okay. I don't always have to eat them. They're always going to be there. I can always get more cookies. However, if you're operating from scarcity, you might think, oh, I better eat these up. I want to enjoy them. I need to have them if they're the last cookies that I'm ever going to have. And so you might eat too many as a result, or you might not enjoy them as much because you're just shoving them in. I've heard this before as a dieting tip. You keep a candy bar in your nightstand and then you just always know that it's there. You might not ever eat it and that helps you stay away from it, but you know that if you really did need it, it would be there. (laughs) So back to the thought, the more we focus on gratitude, the more we find it. It's interesting to relate this to prayer because the way that I was taught to pray in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we address Heavenly Father and then we start out our prayer with all the things we are grateful for. 
or as many as we can think of at that moment. Starting in a place of abundance is a great way to get our minds in the right place. Then, after we have expressed what we are grateful for, we ask for what we need. Since we focus on gratitude for the first portion of our prayer, it is likely that that will expand and we will feel content with what we have. That's not to say that we can't ask for what we need. We certainly should, and God wants to hear what we need. But starting from a place of gratitude helps us find more things that we are grateful for. Aside from teaching public school, my mission was one of the hardest times in my life. At the beginning of my mission, I literally thought about going home every single day. And by the end of the day, I was surprised that I had made it through another day. In my first area, we made scripture boxes as a district. And basically what it was, was a cardboard box that was covered in paper and a collage of pictures from church magazines. Mine was yellow, and there were so many old magazines in our apartment that my companion and I spent a whole evening, or maybe even a whole week, choosing pictures that could go on our scripture box. We also selected quotes that were meaningful or scriptures that we could paste on there. I found an article entitled, Good Things Keep On Coming. And I really loved it because it resonated for me. It came from the Enzyme in 2012, and it talked about mourning the end of experiences before they actually ended. The thought had occurred to the author that good things keep on coming. There's no need to dwell on what has ended because another good thing will come. Bad things happen to all of us, as is expected. And I talked about this a little bit in the adversity episode. But life is 50-50. We're going to have 50% of our time that's filled with happy moments and 50% of our time that's filled with sad or discouraging moments. That's just part of the human experience. But if we focus on the good, those things will expand and we'll find that good things do keep on coming. There's another quote that I heard on my mission that said, I wouldn't pray for it, but I wouldn't change it. And that's often true as we look back on our lives. We might not have prayed for the experience, but we realized it was for our good. One last quote before I stop all these mission stories. The bad days outnumber the good days, but the good days outweigh the bad days. And that really helped me through my mission because the good days really, really made it all worth it. And that's so true about life. If we focus on the good, the bad will fade away and we'll remember what we need to about it, but we won't dwell on it. I'm someone who loves all things word. Word games, definitions, alliteration, You might call me a word nerd. (laughs) So I have an acrostic poem for you. And you may remember these from school. It's basically a vertical acronym where you assign a word or a sentence or a phrase to each letter. So I'm going to do an acrostic poem for my name, Jen Banks. And this will be five things that I'm grateful for. So first of all, J, I am grateful for Jody Moore. (laughs) It's convenient that our names both start with J. If the only purpose of this podcast was to introduce you to Jody Moore, I would still do it in a heartbeat. She is amazing and everyone needs to hear from her and learn about her work. She went to the Life Coach School, and so I'm sure there are many others who have gone to the Life Coach School that are just as amazing, but I really like her unique take on it, how she's incorporated faith into it all because she too is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but again please go check her out. Listen to her podcast if you like mine because it is a million times better and I love the virtual coaching program she's developed. So again, I'm so grateful for Jody Moore. Go check her out. E, next, I am grateful for events. 
basically parties or get-togethers, any sort of celebration. I love it so much. I love planning parties. I love attending. I'm not that extroverted. I'm more of an introvert. So at a, at a party, you'll find me mingling with two or three people. I love hosting parties, all of it. I'm excited for COVID to be over so we can finally gather in that sort of a way again. In college, I hosted recipe parties once a month. I chose a theme and everybody would email me a recipe so that I could compile them and print them out for those who attended. And best part of all, each person brought a sample of their recipe so that we could try it. The themes ranged from breads, soups, to desserts, salads. It was a really good time and a great way to get new recipes as well. Okay, N stands for new socks. And I don't mean that I love going out and buying new socks. I mean putting on a fresh pair of socks. I don't know why, but I love that feeling so much. You'll find me putting on a new pair of socks in the middle of the day for no reason at all. I also bring several pairs when I'm camping or on vacation to be cozy. I love it. And I'm kind of weird and I like the socks that go mid-calf. I don't really love ankle socks. I only have a couple pairs of those for when I wear shorts or go hiking. But I love new socks that are so cozy. (sighs) Okay, on to my last name, Banks. B is for babies. I'm so grateful for babies. I have a baby who is two months now and I love him so much. And of course, I'm grateful for my first baby, Rowan, who's almost three now. It took us eight months to get pregnant both times. And while I know people have struggled much longer with infertility, that was quite a trial for me in my life. So I'm so grateful for my babies now that I have them. A, a living prophet. I believe as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that there is a living prophet on this earth. His name is Russell M. Nelson, and I believe that he is in constant communication with God and that he speaks for God. He will not lead us astray, and he can direct us towards truth if we listen. N. I am grateful for new quotes. I love finding a quote that I've never heard before. (laughs) Pretty challenging when you have heard as many quotes as I have found. I've realized that my quotes were my life coach before I heard about life coaching and Jody Moore and her podcast. A quote is basically a new thought for your brain to try on. It's a new way of looking at something you hadn't thought of before. And I love sharing my quotes with you. K, knowledge. I'm so grateful for knowledge and that we are never ending our education here on earth. There are always new things to learn and discover. Lord Chesterfield said, if we do not plant knowledge when young, it will give us no shade when we are old. And of course, this is true at any age. We are planting trees all along the way that will then provide shade with time. Last but not least is s'mores. I am so grateful for s'mores. You could call me a s'mores connoisseur. (laughs) I try everything s'more flavored from ice cream to cookies to trail mixes. I love the combination of graham crackers, chocolate, and marshmallows. It's just magical. I have a whole Pinterest board dedicated to s'mores, and I even have a t-shirt that says, I only go camping for the s'mores. So true. Love, love, love s'mores. So those are the things I am grateful for with the letters of my name. I challenge you to do the same. You could do your first name, your last name, both, whatever suits you. Just find a way to focus on gratitude so it can expand in your life. I'm going to speak for a minute to being content. 
I'm kind of an aspiring minimalist. Not quite there yet. Still have some more things to get rid of. All we need is less, right? (laughs) Someone else is happy with less than you have. On the other hand, others have more too, but it doesn't do us any good to compare ourselves to others. Harold Coffin says, Envy is counting the other fellow's blessings instead of your own. Recently, Jody Moore was talking about gratitude, and she said, If you want something because of how you think you will feel when you get it, the wanting won't feel very good. You'll want it right now. And if you want something but you judge yourself for thinking, No, we should just be grateful for what we have, then having it won't feel very good. Sometimes we're just such in a rush to get something when really we just need to wait, be content, or be patient until we get the thing that we do want. Your weekly wisdom is a quote that's anonymous, but I've seen it on a lot of quote boards and it's all over the internet. It says, each day I am thankful for nights that turned into mornings, friends that turned into family, dreams that turned into reality, and likes that turned into love. Have a great week thinking about what you are grateful for. I'm grateful for you for listening to my podcast. Thank you so much. Please share this episode with others so they can focus on what they are grateful for too.